Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Celebrate Cultivate. How are you? How are you doing? What is going on for you right now? Think about it. Check in with yourself. Just touch base. What's going on? How are you? (laughs) I am... hmm. I'm in the middle of something and it is a temporary situation, but it is a challenge right now. My sweet, darling, amazing, beautiful, highly intelligent four-month-old baby was up eight times last night. (laughs) And this is going from a baby who has the ability to sleep 11 hours straight through. So I am both very grateful for the nights he has slept beautifully, and I'm also struggling right now. As I told a friend, I am feels like I'm a shell of a person (laughs) and my empathy and compassion for anyone who is dealing with sleepless nights of any variety has gone through the roof because it's no joke. Our bodies need sleep and when we're not getting it for whatever reason, it just changes things. Um, I'm really just digging deep on my reserves of positivity right now. I'm acknowledging what is, but I'm also doing my best to move forward through this day with good feelings and good vibes and leaning towards what is bringing me joy. So I am drinking a fair amount of coffee since that brings me joy. I also showered and put on some makeup and did my hair because I needed a fresh feeling and I'm going to go to bed early tonight, (laughs) you know, Uh, no matter what the night involves, going to bed early definitely helps me get a little bit of sleep back. So that's my life update. And today's episode is going to be a fun one because I'm also kind of just doing a return from maternity leave conversation, giving you a a bit of a recap on where I am and what's going on in different areas of my life, Um, sharing a bit of a thought and conversation that I've been having with myself and with others about bouncing back after baby, and then also sharing four things that you can try to gain forward momentum after any big change in life. So after having a baby or anything else um, that really kind of alters your state of affairs. So let's just get into it. I am 
considering myself officially back from maternity leave now-ish. And the reason why it's so mushy and kind of fluid is because I work for myself. I am a full-time coach and podcast host. This is the work that I do. And so there isn't a structure for me in terms of what my maternity leave was going to look like and what it would be like to come back because I report to me. (laughs) And so this is a new experience for myself. I have three children. So after my first, um, well, I should say before my first was born, I actually um, stopped working. I was working with my dad. We were running a health and wellness website and online business. And I think I was like, seven months pregnant when I told him I didn't want to be working and wouldn't be coming back after I had the baby. So that was my shift into full-time mom life. And it was about, I would say about six months after my second was born is when I decided I really wanted to start working for myself. And at that time, I had a business building websites for entrepreneurs, mostly women. And it was a great little business. I loved my clients, but I shifted into intuition coaching after really it kind of like fell into place and just fit me. You know, it felt like the right thing to move into. I had noticed that I was coaching a lot of my website clients on, well, you know, I can give you a beautiful website, but you need to know what you want deep within to feel that sense of satisfaction, to move forward. And so when I came across Jess Lively's intuition, um, inner voice facilitator training, it just made perfect sense. And I shifted into that. So all of this to say that I have never had a traditional maternity leave and I've never had work to come back to after a baby was born. So this is uncharted territory for me. And I shared an episode in August before the baby was born about my thoughts on maternity leave. And I mostly just kind of kept it open. And I'm at a place now where I really am feeling that desire and craving to be back at work. But I'm also kind of putting the pieces together and figuring out what that looks like for me. My childcare situation. Anybody who is a parent knows childcare is kind of the number one thing (laughs) in the equation of getting to work, right? Um, If you're staying home with your children and trying to work, which many, many people have that experience through the last several years, it is a huge challenge. You can do it, right? We can do almost anything, but it's tricky. So for me right now, I have a kindergartner and my three and a half year old just started preschool. She started in January and she's going Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we have a full-time nanny. So we have a lot of support, a lot of help. And I'm primarily spending my time with the baby still. But when our three-year-old is at preschool, then our nanny Claudia takes the baby and I am able to focus on work Tuesdays and Thursdays from about 9 to 2 p.m. So that's my uninterrupted in quotes time because I'm also still nursing the baby in those pockets of time. So when he wakes up from his naps, I nurse him and then I hand him over to Claudia. So this isn't a perfect science and we're still working things out, but um, she is an incredible support to our family and 
we love her like family. And that's just, um, you know, it's something that's really, really important to me, but also just all of us in the family. Um, but really I'm the one that benefits from it the most because it's when Claudia's help is when I get to work. Um, like I said, uninterrupted and totally focused. So that's what I'm doing right now, sitting here talking with you. And so thinking about it, when I say I'm back to work, I have to keep in mind that back to work and back to from maternity leave to me is a very, you know, piece by piece, smooth slide into the spaces that used to be full-time work, right? Nine to two is a small pocket of time in the scheme of things, but it is something. So that's where I'm kind of figuring out where my priorities are, what I want to focus on, and really what's giving me like the most life. And one of the things I really want to do this year is build out a team for my company, get some support so that I can continue to create new programs and coach one-on-one while also not trying to do all of the things by myself. So that's a little bit about like where I am in a work standpoint and what coming back from a maternity leave looks like. Something that surprised me coming back this time is I'm not sure if I want to put my 100% focus Monday through Friday into work. I am kind of thinking that I might want to create some spaciousness to be able to volunteer at my son's school or take an afternoon off to spend with Merit and um, still spend a little bit more time with the baby. So that's something I'm kind of being curious about because when I was going out on maternity leave, I thought, okay, well, when I come back, I'm probably going to want to just like focus hundred percent on work all the time (laughs) because I'll be so ready to go back to work after having a baby. And it's a little bit more fluid than that I'm seeing. So I'm just really kind of staying open. I'm trying not to commit to too much right now. Um, and just really focus on in the moment, what feels good and right for me and know that I can make changes and shift accordingly. I did get a really good question um, submitted to me through Instagram on the topic of maternity leave, returning to work and all of that from Casey Crow Taylor. And she said, how do you stay focused in your business visions when mom life interrupts? And that's an amazing question. I mean, that is like huge. Part of it One of the things that helps me stay focused is really giving myself focused time to work and making those chunks of time really small, like 20 minutes here and there. And being focused for 20 minutes and not allowing life, internet, Instagram distractions, but really just focusing for 20 minutes, it's surprising how much forward momentum I can gain in those smaller chunks of time. My mind will tell me like I need four uninterrupted hours to really focus on this project, but that's not very accessible for me right now. So if I can break things down into smaller bite-sized pieces, really focus and check things off the list, then I do feel that sense of focus and, and forward momentum. Another thing that has been helping me stay focused and kind of gain that traction is an app called Fabulous. I'm mildly obsessed with it and I 
think I'm going to do a whole episode on it once I've used it for a little while, but it is a app that helps you form healthy habits. And it gives you a quiz at the beginning to kind of narrow down, like what are the habits that would be best for you? And the thing I really like about it is it is giving me a place to keep track of things that I want to do every day. So one of my habits is drinking a big glass of water in the morning before the day starts because it's important to stay hydrated. And if I start off on the right foot, then I'm much better off. And so this doesn't answer your question totally, Casey, but in the fabulous app, one of my habits is to, on the weekdays, get 25 minutes of focused work done. And that means even the days that I don't have childcare, I'm trying to, during one nap, get a focused sprint done. And it's really helping. It's really working. Um, Another thing is having support, working with a coach. Um, I work with my coach, Emma Natter, and I'm in her school for creative entrepreneurship. And so having those weekly meetings and having accountability, that has been really helpful also just to, as a touchstone to come back to you know, working with somebody, getting that support, having that guidance, it it does help me gain a sense of direction. So hopefully that answers your question. I wanted to kind of like run through eight different categories of life. And this is something that you can do with me while you're listening and just kind of think about like what is bringing you joy right now and where are areas that you want to expand or gain improvement, whatever. Um, these are not the only eight categories of life, but there are, they touch on a lot of things. Um, but if there's one that you're like, Oh, you missed this, like add that as you're kind of mentally going through this. So I just kind of want to like talk through them and say like how I, how I, what are the state of affairs? Like, how am I feeling about these things? So number one, friendships, I feel like I am really in like a focus zone with that. Whereas like I have one friendship that I'm maintaining and doing a really great job with. And then the rest of them are just kind of like, we catch up when we can. Um, And the thing that's really helped that one friendship is that we talk on Marco Polo more than once every day, pretty much on the weekends, maybe not so much because we're focused on family and, and whatnot, but it's really nice to be able to have that connection because life after babies can be very isolating. And, and it's funny, like, the relationships I have, like there's one friend that I have where she has a baby that's the exact same age as Neil and that she has two older children. We have been friends for a few years, but it's like really related to the babies. And we text each other when we're like suffering in baby land. (laughs) So it's like, we don't talk about all that much, but I know I can go to her and text her and be like, I was up eight times last night with Neil. And she really, really gets it in ways that my other girlfriends don't get because she's in it right now too. So friendships are good overall. I think I'm just in a space where I'm not expecting too much from myself to be like the best friend ever. And um, I'm in a, a place of like ease with what is. And I'm excited for more friendships and more time with my friends on the horizon as things get a little bit easier, quote unquote, with Neil. 
So number two is family and relationships in general. Um, Things are really great in my immediate little tiny family in this house. I feel like we're kind of hitting our strides Um, in terms of romance and relationship with my husband. I'm really excited that Valentine's Day is on the horizon because it is a good space on the calendar for us to (laughs) reconnect and like talk about things other than like diapers and who's going to take who to school and all of that, but just really like look at each other and have a nice meal. So we'll do that and that'll be nice. And um, our relationship as adult humans outside of parenting is something that I want to continue to focus on and cultivate this year. So number three, work and career. We've talked a lot about me and work right now. Um, The thing I'm most excited about and feel really good about is I'm I have some creative ideas and there's things that are on the horizon for coaching with Kayleen and for this business of building your intuition that I, I just can't wait to share with you. And so that is something I feel really excited about. And then the other thing is just, you know, like I said, attracting aligned folks who might be able to work with me and support this business and help it grow. So number four is daily life and small rituals. This is something I I really do want to kind of like come back to is the small rituals in my daily life. I think that when life gets busy and things become a bit more operational, it can be easy to let those daily life small rituals kind of float by. So this is something I would say I'm not doing amazing at, but Given that it's something that I'd like to teach on and like to talk about, I know I have the resources available to get back to the small rituals that bring me joy. So I just need to to come back to that at some point. Number five is big moments and celebrations. And we're just coming off of the holiday season and New Year's and I feel like a lot of that is big moments, but also, you know, Merit starting preschool is a big moment. And even like Neil turning every month is like, it feels like a big moment for me. So I feel very satisfied in the big moments and celebrations category. Like, I feel like we're, I'm doing a good job here. We're okay on, on this front. Number six is spirituality. So your connection to the universe and beauty and the God of your understanding. And I'm feeling really good and connected in that category. I feel um, a, a deep sense of okayness, even amongst the you know everyday challenges that I'm facing right now, which again, just feel like real everyday challenges. They don't feel like these big existential challenges that I've had in the past. Um, Right now, I just feel like things are are really smooth. And um, I think spirituality can be a little tricky when things feel smooth because it's like, I don't know, for me, I've tended to lean towards my spirituality when I really am struggling. Um, But I feel right now like... um, that okayness, that love, and that connection to all that is, um, it just feels like really peaceful right now. So I'm I'm happy with that. And it is really nice to even just recognize that and say it out loud to you here um, because 
even just that feels really, really good. Number seven is creative expression, which I would say I'm not doing a ton of creative expressing at the moment, but um, I am creating some new coaching programs and some exciting things in that regard. And I'm also enrolled in a writing course right now that is also kind of pushing me to express myself creatively. And I'm staring at a card that I pulled from a Oracle deck from Kim Kranz. It's the Wild Unknowns Animal Spirit Guide deck. And that card that I pulled, it's all about using your voice, creative expression. And it's one of my themes for this year. So I feel like it's coming. I feel like this isn't like creativity isn't something that just like is a box you check. It's like a practice. And so I'm feeling okay in in that regard. And then the last zone in this list that I came up with totally relatively arbitrarily, right? Like you can add things to this list as you're kind of going through it is health, wellness, body. And this is a big area of growth and connection for me right now because I am really focused on my postpartum healing and healing my core and healing my pelvic floor. So a lot of my time and resources are going towards that. And the thing that's important for me to recognize, and maybe it's helpful for you as well, is that um, that does take a lot of time and attention and intention when you're focused on your wellness, when you're focused on your body. And um, I'm trying to be patient about it, right? Like, I'm making strides. I'm taking steps. And it's also one of those things that sometimes we want like that immediate gratification, that immediate result of like, oh, I am making good choices. So I should be having good results immediately. (laughs) And in reality, sometimes can take a little while to, to see the results of your actions. So I am really focused on it. And I'm also trying to be really patient about it. And that kind of brings me to my next topic that I wanted to touch on today, which is this idea of there not really being any way to bounce back after baby or get back to normal after baby. And I've just had this like thought, this kind of sentence in my head of there's no turning back. There's no going back. The only thing is, is forward. And this is my third child, right? Like I've done this before, but never with this baby and never where I am currently. Like it's all new. It's always all new, but some things, some themes are kind of similar and I can kind of see like, oh, okay, I've been here similarly before. And in coming back to anything after baby, you are a whole different person and you have a whole different person in your life. And so that brings a different set of circumstances and experiences and challenges and joys. And so when you are coming back, you are also moving forward. And so in getting my body back and coming back to work and all of that, I am really welcoming a forward momentum, not going backwards, but really just embracing what it means to evolve and grow and move forward. And it's a subtle shift. It isn't like revolutionary. I'm not telling you something that maybe you've never felt or thought or heard of, but it is really 
welcome in my knowing, like it feels good to acknowledge that I'm not trying to get back to anything. I'm trying to grow in this life with three little babies and a business that I love and and all of that. So just an invitation to consider if that is a feeling that you've been bumping up against after having children or something else in your life happening. And then that desire to like go back almost like when you move, like if you, I've moved a lot in my life. And when you go back, it's never really the same. There's a nostalgia. There are things that are similar, but there's also a lot that's different. And that's because you've grown, you've evolved and you can return somewhere and expand in that space, but it's never going to be the way that it was. And that's okay. I think the, it being okay is the permission that we sometimes need to realize and, and just acknowledge. So offering that up in case it helps you in some way. So we'll wrap up today's episode with four things that you can try to gain forward momentum after a big life change, like having a baby or moving or changing jobs or breaking up or anything at all that you need if you want to gain that sense of momentum. The first thing is give yourself permission for things to not be wonderful. Give yourself permission for you to do a B minus job or maybe a a D job, like lower your expectations and give yourself the space to fail, to just, for things to kind of suck. It's okay for things to be a little yucky while you're gaining forward momentum. And I think that it's like kind of sounds negative, but it's not. Like if you just give yourself the permission for things not to be perfect, then you can move forward. It's when we're striving for that like pristine, perfect, amazing, high-flying feeling that we can kind of get stuck. So if you're like, okay, things are going to be kind of me- mediocre for a while, that will probably, I think, loosen it up a little bit so that you can move forward. Number two is take your time and expand your deadlines. So if you are somebody who likes to set deadlines, who likes to give yourself expectations, likes to do things fast and feel fast results, giving yourself a little bit more space to breathe is going to open it up so that you can start to move forward with progress bit by bit. For me, it was a huge shift when I started to give myself more time to do things. And when I realized that I had been putting a lot of pressure on myself to achieve certain things by a certain time, when most of the time, like deadlines and timelines and all of that are relatively arbitrary. There are certain things that you know need to get done in a timely manner. And maybe those expectations are internal or external, but a lot of cases, a lot of times, you can take your time and get things done and still feel that satisfaction and that joy of completing whatever it is um, with a feeling of spaciousness, which is going to give you positive feelings and positive momentum. 
Number three is notice and lean into what feels good. So like I said at the beginning of the show, right now I'm not working with a full tank of gas. And so I am doing things that feel good. I'm noticing what feels good and I'm leaning into those things and really indulging in them and nourishing myself with things that I enjoy because that like taking care of myself is going to give me a sense of forward momentum. It's okay and totally allowed to be in the muck and for things to just be yucky. Like I said, you get yourself, give yourself permission for things to suck, but also take care of yourself and notice when things feel good. And finally, ask your intuition for guidance, especially on the small, tiny things. So when you're trying to get that sense of momentum, that forward movement, go super, super small with the things that you're touching base with your intuition on. So ask for guidance from your inner wisdom on what to do next in terms of watching a TV show or going to bed early. If you should answer this email, if you should go to that date or not. If, you know, little, the little things, should I wear socks today or should I not? Like the things that your brain is trying to make decisions on constantly, outsource it to your inner wisdom. Drop down into that deep well of wisdom below and play with it and just trust the answers that you're receiving on the itty bitty little things. And that will kind of get the gears moving in a forward way for you. So that wraps up today's episode, but since this is a conversation about me coming back to work from maternity leave, I want to leave you with a few ways that you can work with me in 2022. First, I've got that free course to help you strengthen your intuition in three weeks, and it's called 21 Days to Intuition. You can sign up for it on my website at kayleenelise.com. And I also have a four-week course called Magnetize that will help you manifest in alignment with your intuition, which is a great thing to do this time of year. I mean, really, there's no bad time to focus on manifesting, but if you're trying to get that new year feeling, get this year set in a good way, it can be a great time for you to do Magnetize. And I'm hearing wonderful things from my clients that are in the program right now. I also offer in-depth coaching, which is a one-on-one experience for when you're really wanting deep alignment between your mind and your inner wisdom. It's an intensive experience. We meet every other week for six sessions, so it's really kind of getting into that deep knowledge within and helping you bring it to life in your everyday experience. Um, And I only have a few openings for in-depth. So if that's something that you're interested in, go to my website, KayleenElise.com or send me a message and we can decide if it's a good fit for you together. And then I also have a new coaching opportunity coming up that I'll be beta testing with a small group of clients first. And I'm reaching out to past clients who I think might be interested here in the next week or so. But if we've worked together before and you want to make sure you're on that list, or even if we haven't worked together, but you've been listening for a while and you feel aligned and you want to hear more about what this new thing is, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise or email me hello at KayleenElise.com. Like I said, new information will be coming out soon about that opportunity. And then when it's ready to share it with everybody, of course, I'll tell you more about it then too. But for now, we're just kind of keeping 
keeping it a little bit of a, a small group beta experience that I'm really, really excited about. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening as always. I hope that this conversation kind of talking through the different areas of life and coming back and gaining momentum and all of that helps you in some way tap into where you want to gain momentum in your life this year. I look forward to connecting with you on Instagram and via email, and I'm just sending so much love and appreciation your way. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.